So we're talking about Perm versus Yom Kippur. The day, so Perm is a day like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a day like Perm. We've talked a lot about Yom Kippur, which is, uh, you know, it's such a, it's the holiest day. You're fasting. It's the one day you're commanded to fast. You're wearing white because you're dead. And and then you got Perm. <laughs> you're uh, not fasting. You're feasting. You're sending people food. You're not wearing white because you're dead. You're, you're colorful costumes and parades. I mean, it's like, <laughs> how are these two days like? Um, but the words are the exact same words, so. Meanwhile, Perm is celebrated loudly, costumes, noisemakers, there's feasting, drinking, giving money to the poor, sending food to a friend, all because God rescued his people. At Perm and during the end times, we're going to be clothed in white robes of righteousness, and we'll wear white for our marriage to Yeshua. So there's two things there. There's two whites. One whites is uh, as this, this dying in Christ, this is righteousness and salvation. But we're also in white when we get married, so it's a celebration. You also wear white on white horses with Jesus. Mm. You bring swords of his judgment, and you're going to be covered in blood after that one. So that's a little different. Yom Kippur is a day like Purim or Purim. Purim is really all about atonement. It's a day like Yom Kippur when God made a way for all of Israel to be cleansed from a multitude of sin and death. Perm and Young Kipper are both days of deliverance and salvation. Both look back at history, and we're told to celebrate both as if we're actually there, and it's happening to us. Amen. Perm became a day of deliverance and salvation for all Jews everywhere. Likewise, the day Yeshua, Jesus, sacrificed himself on the cross is like Perm, because through Jesus, both Jew and Gentile were forever delivered from our enemies, sin and de the devil. Mm -hmm. Perm was also a picture of the end times. Per may be a reminder to us that our wedding day to Jesus is set so that as we pass through tribulations, we'll hold on to hope, knowing that even though evil threatens, victory is guaranteed. Amen. Per oh. takes place in Adar, the last month of the year, so prophetically speaking, whatever it represents must be the last thing that happens in history. Yeah. So read Revelation. There's always more than meets the eye when it comes to feasts. In mm -hmm. end-time scriptures, we're often called the Bride of Christ, and we're waiting for our groom to come and get us for the wedding supper in heaven, which is the Passover meal. And of course, if something's happening now and Passover's 30 days away, what has to happen before we can have that wedding supper? You can get married. All right. So this feast is about that. You know, it's just kind of put two and two together here. So we're waiting for this groom. He's going to come and get us, get ready for the wedding supper. Of course, there's this theme of white robes and running through Revelation. That points to our wedding. So so much. One of the themes of the Scroll of Esther is the wedding or the wearing of royal clothes. You'll notice as you read it, Esther wears them to go before the king, described as being arrayed in beauty. When the king wants to show honor to the person who saved his life, Haman, thinking the mm -hmm. king is speaking of him, hatches a fantastical tribute that enable him to wear the king's robes. And <laughs> after the king appoints Mordecai prime minister, he appears in royal garments. In Christ, we've been clothed with Christ. And his royalty and anointing has become ours. Isn't it funny if, Amen. like, Mordecai wanted something so bad for himself? But all we have to do is lay down everything, own nothing, surrender everything. Yeah. And suddenly, <laughs> we get more than we can comprehend. Amen. Revelation 19. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Are you doing that today? Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Then the angel said to me, write this. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white throne, or a white horse. 
whose writer is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. The armies of heaven were following him on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean, coming out of his mouth as a sharp sword with which to strike down the mm. nations who ruled him with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the final battle. There you go. Mm-hmm. So coming up, we're going to continue this as we really look at this whole concept of a wedding. What's that? What's it really going to be like for our, our wedding day is set? Uh, in the meantime, just uh, challenge you again. Call, give, please. Victory Partner Days is six weeks away. This is a special day, like Purim, to uh, a day of deliverance, a day of... Uh, God providing yes. for this day is we want to, we'd like a Purim, decide <laughs> a Purim for ourselves for our day of deliverances. Financially, we really need some help and yeah. uh, asking you to help. Yeah, you don't have to cast lots or anything. You just yeah. have to seek the Lord. Amen. No, no lots required. That's right.